Hello, this is Storytime at Big Beefin', and in this episode, we're going to talk about Black Friday 2022, the darkest Friday. So, when you think about Black Friday, there's probably a lot of different things you think about. I think it became on my radar probably in the late 90s, early 2000s. We learned by watching, uh, you know, the news that there's a certain time in November, usually the weekend, the Friday, right after Thanksgiving, where corporations and retailers go in the black because everybody's wanting to buy stuff for Christmas. You're usually off on that Friday if you're working. You usually have that day off for Thanksgiving. And so now you're going to go out and buy things on your day off. And well, when you're buying all these things, getting ready for Christmas, hey, you know, the companies are making money, so they're in the black. And we all know the story of Christmas and, and where that comes from. Um, what's more interesting, and, and if you wanted to learn about it, I'd recommend checking out a show on Netflix called The Toys That Made Us. And they reveal that the modern strategy for toys and Christmas and all that business it actually started with Star Wars. Uh, the Star Wars company, very successful films. At the time, there hadn't been a movie in Hollywood that had made that much money. Well, they also made toys based off of the movie, and those toys brought in over a billion dollars in sales. Profit. So, at that point, everybody in the 80s is trying to figure out what the next big Christmas item is going to be. And so every year you would have these big Christmas items, toys that would come up, you know, from Nintendos to Cabbage Patch Kids to Fur Babies. I mean, the list goes on of things that were hot Christmas items for the year. But more than that, just... When you're going to buy people stuff, it would be on the day that you have off, which would be Friday. And so if your business was operating in the red, well, uh, that one day could get you in the black. Hence the name Black Friday. I'm sure it's much more complicated than that, but um, that's when it got brought to our attention that this was a thing. And I can remember quite clearly when I had the financial means to start participating in that, you know, working on my own, living on my own. It's insanity. I mean, if you've ever been to one of these things, and I think we all have at some point, you go and you see all the merchandise right there on the floor and a bell will, will chime when it's the time and you grab what you can grab and you get out of there. Um, you put it in your cart, it's yours. You know, if somebody grabs it out of your cart, hey, put it back. Uh, and it's just anarchy. And you'll see videos, you know, especially in the early 2000s, not so much anymore. It's kind of died down because of online sales. But you would see videos of like the doors getting crushed in because so many people are standing outside pushing. I can remember in the early, mid-2000s when I was working at Best Buy, I mean, the line, people would camp out overnight getting ready to get in there and get that big TV for $200 or that $100 laptop, you know, just so much junk that people are willing to spend all their time waiting for. And I mean, really, it boils down to it is junk. Like, there's not going to be a high-end item that a manufacturer is going to sell at retail uh, for an extremely discounted price. It's just not going to happen, so... Chances are, if you were waiting in line to get something, you're probably going to get trash. Nevertheless, it goes on, and every year this tradition continues. And for the last few years, I haven't really been a participant, hadn't needed to. If I wanted something, just get it online. And, you know, there's not going to be much that would be worth the, the hassle of waiting. Occasionally, if a family member needed something, like my mom needed a TV, okay, we'll get her a Black Friday TV because it's going to be super cheap, and she's not going to break it and use it to where it's going to ruin the TV. So, other than that, not a whole lot of activity on Black Friday for me. Might, might go get licked if there's a deal for video games that are cheap or reduced or movies. 
something of that nature I could see myself getting, but otherwise I stayed away for the most part. Okay. Well, I've got my living situation has changed in the last year and I've got two teenagers living with me now, two teenage boys. I've got three kids of my own plus my niece. So I kind of need a day where I can go buy some really cheap junk to get these kids. So I'm, uh, you know, I, I kind of keep an eye out for things. And my dad, who is on a very limited budget, Black Friday's kind of like his thing. He, he needs a day where he can get, again, cheap stuff at a discount rate. He needs that day because that's the only day he's going to be able to go out and get things. In his travels, he came across a store known as Black Friday. The store is located in uh, uh, Duncanville, Texas, um, right kind of in the uh, retailer commercial district down there in Duncanville. And the theme of it is, is that there's a store that operates every week on a Black Friday sale. So every week you can go in and get extremely discounted items at Black Friday prices. And he had went the week prior to November the 25th, 2022. He had went and found a lot of items for everything in the store on Black Friday day sales is $7 or less. So he had found some some electronics for 7 bucks that he felt was, you know worth the money and those are going to be Christmas gifts for the year and he feels like he did a solid you know just getting out there and getting it in so he tells me about it and I'm like oh okay that's you know I don't know I mean let's see what they have so I look up their Facebook group and right away I notice okay it's it's kind of what you would expect they've got a lot of things it's kind of maybe they it fell off a truck or it got damaged in shipping maybe they had somebody that worked at a warehouse somewhere and this stuff got abandoned Maybe it was maybe a store went out of business and closed, and they, they everything must go, including the freight in the back, and they sold it at an extremely discounted rate. But then there was a display in the middle of the floor that looked interesting. There were a bunch of laptops and video games on display, and I was like, okay, well this is this is more at my alley. And I noticed in the middle of that stack were two things that really caught my eye. One of them was a 27-inch Predator gaming monitor. Uh, this is a, basically a monitor that you would hook up to a desktop computer, and it's got a high refresh rate. So basically what that means is if your computer's hooked up to it, it can really show off the power of your graphics card because it can keep up with the processing of the computer. Most monitors are just standard monitors to watch a movie or stream something through. You don't need a lot of power, but these monitors come with extra power so they can match your eyes, the blinking of your eyes, the movement of your eyes, and it makes the product overall look nicer. All right, so my nephew who just bought himself a gaming PC as a reward for passing his driving test, he needs a monitor because he's rocking like just a normal office monitor that we had years ago. Uh, basically, it's, it's, it's time. It's time to get an upgrade. So I saw that monitor, and underneath that monitor, I saw a graphics card. Now, a graphics card basically is something that you plug into your computer that generates graphics. And this graphics card was important because it's basically the highest end model you can buy. NVIDIA GeForce 4090. And if you Googled that right now, I would be surprised if you found any price point for an NVIDIA GeForce 4090, or not not GeForce, I'm sorry, RTX. NVIDIA RTX 4090 for under $2,000. And this is shown right there in the tent. And I'm looking, like, is this real? Like, are they really about to sell this? And sure enough, the guy in the video says, yeah. Everything in the store under $7. Everything, guys. Everything in the store under $7. And I'm looking at the people commenting on the video, and it looks like a lot of family folks. I don't see a lot of gamer-type guys. 
So I'm starting thinking, hey, maybe this gym will go unnoticed. Maybe there's nobody that's really wanting to get that. Maybe they're thinking, you know, hey, this would be a good time to go get some cheap stuff for my family, like some uh, maybe the laptops or whatever else they have on display or for sale. All right, what time does it open? 6 a.m. Okay, great. That means if it opens at 6, you really need to be there by 5 to wait in line. So I tell my dad back and forth on it, but eventually I was like, you know what, man? Screw it. I'm in. I'll go. Okay, so Thanksgiving Day, it's quite obvious that my middle kid's got a severe ear infection. Um, it's quite miserable. Pretty much ends Thanksgiving early because we got to go deal with it. We get a little nice little expensive trip to the ER to try to get this ear infection treated because he is miserable and therefore making all of us miserable. And that night, I'm not getting a whole lot of sleep because I'm having to deal with him. Sarah, she's out cold. Eight o'clock, boom, out like a light. Not, not getting up. So it's up to me. And from 8 to 9, he'd slept, but then he was up at 9.30. From 9.30 to 10.30, finally get him to go to sleep at 10.30. Then he's back up at 11. Finally get him to sleep at 12. From 12 to 2.30 or 3, no, 12 to 3.30, he finally, he wakes up. He wakes up at 3.30, but he got some sleep from 12 to 3.30. So he's up at 3.30, and I'm just thinking, dude, this sucks. So after another hour, he finally goes back to sleep. I give him some meds, give him to calm down. He's out. So I'm thinking, you know what? I might as well just go up there and go. And maybe I'll even get there earlier. So I text my dad, hey, man, uh, you know, I'm going to go ahead and head that way. So I get up, put on all my stuff, drop in the car, three, 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm driving out to Duncanville. It's about a good 30, 45-minute trip from my house. Get down there, and as I'm pulling into this, uh, you know, a dark commercially area of Duncanville, and I say commercially, it's kind of like uh, – it's kind of hard to describe. It's kind of like a rough area of Houston. Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. Because there's not a lot of tall buildings, but there's a lot of like just crappy retail places that, you know, a lot of strip malls that, you know, businesses just trying to make a diamond cent and pull into this one direction. GPS is leading me straight there and the parking lot is fucking packed. I mean, it there's there's barely any room to park. There's cars all up in the place. So I text my dad real quick like, hey, man, this place is packed find a place to park my truck right by the front door and not really so much so I can get in so I can get out because I don't want to mess with, you know, having to go find my car and carrying something. And I look at the line and the line has gone from the front door of this building all the way around the side, all the way around the back alley. Great. I'm going to be here for a while. So I head back to that back alley and I start walking and kind of notice that I'm not trying to be, uh, classist or elitist, but this is like a very low working class population that's here. Um, not a lot of people my age, it's usually older folks, um, people that look like they've got a big family to take care of. And some of them you could tell they were a family there. So they're bringing in everybody to help do this. And there's tents. So that means people have been camping out. So I'm starting to think that my chances to get this thing have dr reduced dramatically because there's too many people here get around to the back of the building because the line has snaked around to the alley around to the back and it's about the first quarter of the back of the building the entire strip mall pull out my little fold-out chair sit down and have a seat and text my dad and say hey i'm here uh, i'm in the back of the building and there i sat for the next uh 30 minutes my dad shows up at five stand up talk to him and not really a good environment for my father um, he's not supposed to be around any type of illegal activity and every, because he's on parole, I mean, just go ahead and get that out there. He's on parole. 
But he's not supposed to be around anybody with illegal activity. And every fifth car that comes pulling up, the smell of the marijuana is so pungent. Um, it makes you want to gasp because it just, I mean, these people have just gotten higher. They've gotten higher on their way here. Don't know what the story is. And there's so much buzz going around in the, in the, the waiting. There's a woman who she's done this before. She's the veteran. She's been to the store. She knows how it's going to go down. They're going to open the doors. And if you don't watch your buggy, somebody will grab your stuff. So you've got to be on the offensive. There's going to be people at the last minute when the, when the doors open that just walk in out of nowhere straight off the street because nobody's going to be doing line control. So she knows how all this is going to go down. And once it gets to 520, the line starts to move. As we're getting closer, they're starting to shorten up the line. People are putting their tents up so there's more space. The line starts moving. And then, out of nowhere, this drone comes flying around. And I tell my dad, I was like, well, that drone's here to record all of us to see how the line, long the line is. Because the line at this point has wrapped all the way around the entire building and is almost back up at the front door. So the parking lot to this complex is completely maxed out. People are parking in the back alley wherever they can find a spot. And my dad's standing there and we're just talking about stuff. And all of a sudden this woman comes around with tickets. And basically if you get a ticket, um, you'll be entered in a, in a raffle, the chance to win a laptop. And part of me is thinking, why would the laptop be the big giveaway? Like what kind of laptop is this? Considering that the laptops I saw in the video weren't even nowhere near the price of that video card. So this is the first part I start getting like something, something seems off here. Like, but then I got to thinking, okay, well, most of the people here would actually like a laptop. While we're waiting in line, I noticed that a few people up ahead, there's, there's a couple of old people and they're in a, they're in automatic chairs. They're in, um, you know, wheelchairs that, that move on their own and thinking, okay, this could be a problem because these people are not going to be able to go as fast as those are walking. Cause when the, when the stuff starts hitting the fan, people are going to start running. Another man comes out, and you can tell that he is the owner of this operation. He's the one that runs it, and he's very pleased with himself. A very well-groomed man. Facial hair is trimmed, trimmed up nice. He's wearing a, a spiffy um, blue jean jacket that's been starched out the ass with a... He's wearing a hat that looks straight up out of a Cuban movie. Um, like a gangster. He's got this flat brim fedora and he's got it positioned just right on the top of his head at the perfect angle. And he's walking around with a megaphone. He's got an assistant with him and he's telling everybody, well, assistant, a translator. So somebody that speaks English, somebody speaks Spanish. And he's saying, you know, hey, everybody, we're all going to go in together. Everybody goes in at the same time. When the buzzer rings, you get your items, load it in your cart. If you touch anybody else's stuff, if you go in anybody else's cart, you're going to be kicked out of the store. Pretty simple, right? Everything $7. So I'm thinking, okay, if we're all going in at the same time, and mind you, it's been a while since I've done a Black Friday, but if we're all going in at the same time, that means I've got a chance. I can get to the front of the line, get to my eye, and most of these people aren't going to know where to go. And if they're piling them all in, they're probably going to be pushing people throughout the store. They're not going to pull up anywhere. Everybody's got to move in. So I got to thinking, you know, this may actually happen. I could actually get my hands on this graphics card. So now we're getting closer to 540. Now it's getting 5.50. People, the line's starting to get more up the front, more at the front. At 5.55, they open the doors. People start going in. The line starts picking up. My dad, who's in his 60s, it's quite clear that he's not going to be able to keep up the pace because the line starts moving and people are starting to move around him. I'm like, bro, we got to go. Like, we got to get up there. As we're moving in, as that woman predicted, there's people coming from the street and they just happen to casually walk on in. They don't need to wait in the line. There's nobody there to watch them anyways. Nobody's going to call them out. 
Um, so they just blend right on in. And the weird thing about that was the people they blended in when they act like they were just talking to him. I'm thinking, you hadn't been there for the last hour and a half. How do you know this guy? Uh, chances are they didn't. I don't know. Maybe they did. Whatever. Either way, we all. It's not. It's not worth calling anybody out because at this point, I'm trying to get my item. So hey, this guy got in. Good for him. He played. The, he played the game right. I, I didn't. And there's no point saying, hey man, get the back of the line because what the fuck is that going to do? Now I'm going to get. Now I'm going to have to move to the back or I'm going to get left behind trying to deal with him. But there was people grumbling in the back, say, hey, where did he come from? Hey, I, and that one woman's like, I told you, I told you, I told you I'm coming like that. I told you. And we get in and I'm looking for this tent because that's what I saw in the video. I know the items are underneath that tent. So sure enough, I go back, go into the store right to the right of the cashiers. There's the tent. And I look, and it just doesn't look the same as it is in the video. So I'm starting to look around. I'm like, where's all the laptops? But I see the video games piled up, and I'm thinking, okay, so those are the games. And back behind some boxes, oh, there's the gaming computer. There it is. So I can get that monitor. And then underneath that monitor, there's the graphics card. Now, the box looks a little opened, but there's the box. There's no question that that's it. That's a 4090 RTX NVIDIA graphics card sitting right there. Something. all right. Nobody else is here. Nobody else has noticed this. Nobody else wants this stuff. So I kind of position myself to where when the buzzer rings, I can walk straight back underneath that tent, grab those two items, bam, done and done, saved a shit ton of money. We're out the damn door. Not so fast. A man that I hadn't seen at this point, probably about six foot tall, glasses, a little bit of facial hair, uh, obviously looks like he works at the place. He's got a little apron on, a little schmuck. Um, appears to be exasperated. He comes over and he's holding a huge roll of tape. Uh, kind of like a tape that you would use to mark off a crime scene. And he starts to unspool the tape and he shouts to people standing there, Hey, this stuff is not for sale. This stuff is going to be raffled. Not for sale. Don't come over here. Don't stand over here. None of this is for sale. And I'm just sitting there thinking, what the, what the fuck? Like this was the the whole purpose I came here for was for these things. And you tell me you can't buy them. So I, I get closer and he's like, Hey man, Hey man, this stuff isn't for sale. It's not for sale. Okay, great. So I looked by the cashier and there was like a Wi-Fi mesh kit. And I was thinking, yeah, we tried that once before and it, it just drained all of our speed. So basically there's not going to be a damn thing for me in the store. I decided to just, just to humor my dad to go look around to see if there's anything. He takes off. He starts looking for stuff right away. Buzzer rings and the fucking place goes into a panic. I mean, people are just grabbing shit. They're just, the way it's set up in the store, there's about 15 tables of merchandise and then about another 10 tables of like fucking grocery items. And this merchandise, basically just imagine if Dollar General went out of business and you went back in the back and you wanted their shit. Um, yeah, basically this is what you're getting. Uh, it's worth every bit of $7. I mean, there were some things like blow-up mattresses that were nice and uh, occasional LED lighting for some speakers. But, I mean, it's it's pretty much garbage. It's pretty much garbage. That It's kind of what you would expect. I, you know, I don't know why I would thought of otherwise. But my dad was there, and he was happy. He got about four items. Spent about 21 bucks. I'm sorry, 28 bucks. And uh, before taxes and... We go out and they check our receipt to the door. My dad's like, hey, man, sorry you didn't get anything. And I'm like, well, you know, there was kind of like a couple things I was going after. Nothing really caught my eye. Some coloring books and fucking coffee pots and just shit that uh, I'm good. I, I don't need any of this. So, yeah, at that point, it's about 630 in the morning. 
I decide, yeah, I'll just stop and get some Krispy Kreme donuts on the way home. Because that's that's pretty much the only sweetness that's coming out of this sour deal. Dad went on his way happily. Christmas is secured. He's got things for his grandkids. I left with a valuable experience. I learned a valuable lesson that day. And it's something that, it's a, it's a tale as old as time. If it's too good to be true, it usually is.